0: Okay, today is September 12th. It is Tuesday. We're at Hallstrom, and this is Read Through the New Testament. And we are going to start with reading chapter 9. And here we go. Let's begin.
1: I'm Joshua. And getting into the boat, he crossed over and came to his own city. And behold, some people brought to him a paralytic lying on the bed. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Take heart, my son. Your sins are forgiven. And behold, some of the scribes said to themselves, This man is blaspheming. But Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Why do you think evil in your hearts? For which is easier, to say, Your sins are forgiven, or say, Rise and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins he then said to the paralytic rise pick up your bed and go home and he rose and went home when the crowds saw it they were afraid and the glorified god who had given such authority to man
0: excellent excellent okay so that's the story of jesus healing a paralytic that just means someone who's paralyzed okay All right, now here comes the story of Jesus calling Matthew. Verse 9. Okay, as Jesus passed on from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth. And he called to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Okay, that's the story of calling Matthew. Matthew. But not, um, I came, for I came not to call the righteous, but sinners. There we go. So that's like a, a celebration that they had at Matthew's house, and lots of tax collectors came, and the religious leaders were not happy about that. Okay, verse 14. Then the disciples of John, that's John the Baptist, came to Jesus, saying, why do we and the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast? And Jesus said to them, can the wedding guests mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? The days will come when the bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast. No one puts a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment, for the patch tears away from the garment, and a worse tear is made. Neither is new wine put into old wineskins. If it is, the skins, are, the skins burst, and the wine is spilled, and the skins are destroyed, but the new wine is put into fresh wineskins, and so both are preserved." And there's just um, people questioning Jesus about why don't you fast? The rest of us are really religious and we fast, but Jesus and his disciples don't. They're questioning him now.
2: Okay. But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the s- saying uh, synagogues synagogues yeah. at Damascus, mm-hmm. so that if And he said, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But rise and enter the city, and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless, hearing the voice but seeing no one. Saul rose from the ground, and although his eyes were opened, he saw nothing. So they led him by hand and brought him into Damascus. And for three days he was without sight and neither ate nor drank. Excellent. Thank you.
0: Okay, so that's the dramatic story of how Saul saw a blinding light, and then Jesus spoke to him, and he became blind, and then he was told to go to Damascus. So that's what he did. Okay, verse 10. Now, there was a disciple at Damascus named Ananias, Lord, I have heard from many about this man, how much evil he has done to your saints at Jerusalem. Like, he's terrified, okay? Um, And here, here he has authority from chief priests to bind all who call on your name. But the Lord said to him... And immediately something like scales fell from his eyes and he regained his sight. Then he rose and was baptized and taking food, he was strengthened. So that took a lot of faith for Ananias to believe that he should actually go and see Saul because Saul had been known to arrest and kill Christians. Oh, you've got a picture of that. That was great. So it took a lot of faith for Ananias to do that. Okay. All right, then going on, uh, for some days... He was with the disciples, so Saul was with the disciples at Damascus, and immediately he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogues, and the synagogues is where the Jewish people met for their worship, kind of like their church, Um, so he proclaimed Jesus in the synagogues saying, he is the son of God, and all who heard him were amazed and said, is this not the man who made havoc in Jerusalem, that means like he caused a lot of problems, Um, of those who called upon this name, and has he not come here for this purpose, to bring them bound before the chief priests? But Saul increased all the more in strength and confounded the Jews who lived in Damascus by proving that Jesus was the Christ. Okay, verse 23. When many days had passed, the Jews plotted to kill him, but their plot became known to Saul. They were watching the gates day and night in order to kill him, but his disciples took him by night and let let him down, through an opening in the wall, lowering him in the basket. And when they had come to Jerusalem, he attempted to join the disciples, and they were all afraid of him, for they did not believe that he was a disciple. So the church throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria had peace and was being built up. And walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it multiplied. Okay, now a little bit about Peter. (laughs) This is a long chapter. Okay, uh, verse 32. Now as Peter went here and there among them all, he came down to the saints who lived at Lydda. And there he found a man named Aeneas, bedridden for eight years, who was paralyzed. And Peter said to him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ heals you. Rise and make your bed. And immediately he rose. And all of the residents of Lydda and Sharon saw him. And and they turned to the Lord. Verse 36. Now there was in Joppa a disciple named Tabitha, which translated means Dorcas. She was full of good works and acts of charity. In those days she became ill and died. And when they had washed her, they laid her in an upper room. Since Lydda was near Joppa, the disciples, hearing that Peter was there, sent two men to him, urging him, "'Please come to us without delay.' So Peter rose and went went with them. And when he arrived, they took him to the upper room. All the widows stood beside him, weeping and showing him tunics and other garments that Dorcas had made while she was with them. But Peter put them all outside and knelt down and prayed. And turning to the body, he said, "'Tabitha, arise!' And she opened her eyes, and when she saw Peter, she sat up. And he gave her his hand and raised her up. Then calling the saints and widows, he presented her alive, and it became known throughout Joppa, and many believed in the Lord. And he stayed in Joppa for many days with one Simon, a tanner.